You're listening to Gleanings, the monthly newsletter from Strategies at Work, podcast edition, March 1st, 2017. Upcoming events. The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar. Struggling to find meaning, purpose, and satisfaction in life? The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar will equip you with tools for discerning your divinely ordained life purpose. To purchase a recording of this training, please visit the Strategies at Work store at strategieswork.com. The Strategic Life Alignment Alumni Event. The 2017 alumni event will be held on July 21st through 22nd in Dallas, Texas. The topic will be Life Plan. For more information or to purchase recordings of all alumni events, please visit strategieswork.com. The seminar Financial Management 2, Key Principles. This training will be presented in two parts. Part 1 will be presented on April 28, 2017, and Part 2 on November 3, 2017. For more information, please visit strategieswork.com. These are challenging economic times. There is much fear in the world. Now more than ever, people need to understand the power of building their lives on Christ. Only faith in Christ can provide sustained victory over fear. If you need help learning how to walk with Christ, Strategies at Work has consultants in various parts of the world. Please see the website strategieswork.com for contact information. And now Dr. Chester brings us the message titled, An Inheritance Quickly Gained. In 2013, a 17-year-old British woman, Jane Park, won 1 million British pounds playing the Euro Millions Lottery. She went on a buying spree and discovered something surprising. A reporter wrote the following regarding Park's experience. Buying things for the sake of buying things got old. Instead of finding happiness via conspicuous consumption, Park uncovered an age-old maxim preached by holy men for thousands of years and ignored by enthusiastic lottery winners for almost as long. Money can't buy happiness and large amounts of it have a way of, well, complicating things. This is hardly new revelation, but Park's response was novel. She blamed the lottery for ruining her life. Her claim was that she should have been banned from winning the lottery at age 17. After all, she was the youngest winner in the Euro Millions lottery history. Arguably, there's some truth to her claim. Park demonstrated the lack of stewardship skills, which for a 17-year-old was not surprising. If the lottery management suspected that Park would be unwise with her financial windfall, it appears they were silent. King Solomon, however, was not silent regarding such a situation. He warned about what would happen when people receive a financial windfall but lack the stewardship skills to properly manage it. He said, an inheritance gained hastily at the beginning will not be blessed at the end. To manage resources of any type, time, talent, and treasure, which I call T3, require stewardship skills based on a biblical worldview. A biblical worldview informs us that all assets belong to God. We are therefore simply stewards. This means that all treasure, including money, belongs to God. The proper attitude toward money is to recognize God's ownership and therefore our role to serve Him with the money He entrusts to us. Consequently, anyone receiving a large sum of money should seek immediately the Lord to discern his purpose for the resources. The proper response of a steward to financial wealth should be prayer for wisdom 
In addition, one should study the word of God to learn his ways and seek wise counsel for direction. Apparently, Park did not understand how to respond to financial windfall, and just as King Solomon predicted, she squandered the money because she lacked stewardship skills to properly manage the resources. Park's worldview included an erroneous assumption about conspicuous consumption that, and that it would bring happiness and presumably a successful life. If she had been biblically trained, she would have known that money is not the predicate for either happiness or success. Rather, happiness and success in life are tantamount to contentment, which is the fruit of a godly life. A godly life is a lifestyle aligned with the will and ways of God. Notwithstanding Park's wrong definitions about life, the Lord used her situation as an opportunity to challenge her. Biblically, the reason for her dissatisfaction is clear. God did not create human beings to waste their time on earth focused on conspicuous consumption. Rather, mankind was created to represent God by ruling creation according to his will and ways. Park's proper response to her lack of happiness should have been conviction and repentance for her sin instead of blaming the lottery winners, lottery officials for allowing her to foolishly squander her winnings. But foolishness in stewarding money is not the sole purview of young people. People of all ages demonstrate a lack of wisdom in financial matters. Even financial pundits can reflect non-biblical thinking. I recently received a communication that offered tips for older people considering retirement and estate planning. The first tip read as follows. It's time to use the money you've saved up. Use it and enjoy it. Don't just keep it for those who have no notion of the sacrifices you made to get it. Remember, there's nothing more dangerous than a son-in-law or daughter-in-law with big ideas for your hard-earned capital. Warning, this is also a bad time for investments. Even for things that seem to be wonderful are foolproof. They only bring problems and worries. This is a time for you to enjoy some peace and quiet. When I read this, I was struck with the narcissism and lack of understanding of the multi-generational meta-narrative. The Lord does not give us financial resources to fund our will. Rather, he expects us to use our resources, such as T3, to support his will. His will is expressed in the meta-narrative, the overarching story of history focused on Christ. Our connection with the meta-narrative includes playing our God-ordained roles and helping to prepare our heirs, both natural and spiritual, to play their roles in the meta-narrative. This means we should utilize resources to discern and support God's will for ourselves and our heirs. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus made this point very clear. He said, Do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy, where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Our T3, including our money, is temporal. That is, it does not transcend this existence. Our priority in life should be wealth that transcends this existence. Therefore, we should use T3 to trade up to true wealth, wealth that God values. Some examples of true wealth are wisdom, reputation, righteousness, respect, revelation, godliness with contentment, and true faith. To use T3 to acquire true wealth is very challenging. It requires a biblical view of wealth. 
including the stewardship skills to live accordingly. To gain a biblical worldview requires training. By nature, however, human beings are fallen and therefore don't naturally gravitate toward a biblical worldview. And because of the noetic effects of sin, we neither naturally know a biblical worldview nor are we inclined to learn it. To gain a biblical worldview requires first and foremost the power of the Holy Spirit to work in us to transform us. At the same time, we must respond to the Holy Spirit obediently and submit to the process of transformation by means of the renewing of our minds. This is noetic renewal. The above examples illustrate the foolishness of financial thinking inherent in mankind that can be displayed by anyone at any age, even pundits. Foolish financial thinking will be evidenced by poor stewardship skills rooted in non-biblical thinking. Any resource given to us, including financial resources, is always a test to see if we are transformed enough to properly steward the resources according to the will and ways of God. Without biblical stewardship skills, human beings will, by default, squander resources. With biblical stewardship skills, human beings will seek to utilize resources in alignment with the will and ways of God. Wise stewards recognize God's plan and purpose expressed in the multi-generational meta-narrative and eagerly support his purpose with their T3. May we all have grace and favor to steward our T3 according to the will and ways of God. If we do this well, we will trade our T3 for true wealth. The receipt of such a trade is godliness and contentment. And godliness and contentment is a far better measure of happiness and success in life than any momentary pleasure that one might experience via conspicuous consumption. 